Happy New Year. I want to make just three points for my homily on New Year's Day. Blessings, peace, and a word about the feast, Mary, Mother of God. First blessing. One thing a Jew would have been careful never to do would be to use the name of God in speech. This, of course, comes from the second commandment. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. They would have been careful not to even write the name of God. They would have used Elohim or Adonai. If they wrote Yahweh, they wouldn't write the entire word. Well, Jesus reaffirmed for us Christians the importance of reverencing the name of God. When he taught us the Our Father, he said, Pray, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Hallowed be the name of the Lord. We should be very careful never to use the name of God in a frivolous way. Mike Scherzlick, in a recent Rosary podcast, said we shouldn't even use the name of God in a text message by putting OMG or using God as an exclamation. Well, there was one time a year that the high priest for the Jews would utter the name of Yahweh, speak the name of Yahweh over the people in a blessing. It was on the Feast of Yom Kippur, or the Day of Atonement. So on this day, the high priest would go into the Holy of Holies, entering into the very presence of God, and he would cast the sins of the people upon God and beg for God's mercy. And then he would come out of the temple, and he would say the name of Yahweh over the people in a priestly blessing. The first reading we heard today is the blessing of the high priest over the people. Isn't it appropriate that we begin this New Year's Day by hearing once again the blessing of God over his people? We ask today as we begin a new year for God's blessing. Now, the Jews would have flocked to the temple to hear the name of God spoken over them in a blessing this one time a year. It's kind of shocking today how we take blessings for granted. The Jews would have clamored to receive this blessing with the name of God. And yet at the conclusion of every mass, the priest offers a blessing over the people under the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And so my first encouragement for all of us is a wonderful New Year's resolution is that we're going to stay for the final blessing. This is important. We're receiving a blessing from Almighty God. Secondly, I encourage all of us to take up the practice in this new year of blessing ourselves. We have holy water in the narthex. You can keep a little holy water bottle next to your bedside. You can bless yourself as you go to bed. You can bless yourself the first thing you get up in the morning. Parents, you can bless your children. Simply make the sign of the cross with your thumb on their foreheads. Children want the blessing of their parents, especially their father. Think about in the Old Testament. People clamored for the father's blessing. Think of the story of uh, Jacob and Esau, how Jacob duped Esau into receiving Isaac's blessing, the fatherly blessing. When I go out on the playground, little children run up to me and they say, Father, bless me. Children want to be blessed by their father. Don't we all in our heart of hearts want the approval, affirmation, blessing, love of our fathers? Make this a practice to bless your children 
finally bless your homes. We're going to have the Epiphany Blessing Kits out next weekend, and you can bless your home. It's also a tradition in the church ring Christmas and Easter for the priest to come and bless your home if you've never had your homes blessed. Okay, second point today, peace. New Year's Day is the World Day of Prayer for Peace. This was instituted by St. Pope Paul VI on January 1st, 1968. Pope Paul VI hoped that by praying for peace on New Year's Day, it would begin each year by calling our minds to the importance of praying for peace throughout the world. We pray today for peace in Ukraine, Afghanistan, all the areas of the world torn by strife. In a special way, pray the rosary today for peace. You know, peace begins in our own lives. In our homes, we work for peace. And then we pray for peace in the world. Finally, a word about our feasts, Mary, Mother of God. All the feasts within this season of Christmas help us identify who this newborn babe in Bethlehem is. This title for Mary as mother of God is actually a statement about who Jesus is. Jesus is God. In the person of Jesus, God visited his people. He is Emmanuel, which means God with us. Now, if Jesus is God, then Mary is the mother of God. This doesn't mean that Mary somehow existed before God, who has no beginning or end, but that she gave birth to Jesus, who is true God. Listen to the words of St. Cyril of Alexandria. He's writing in the early 400s. Quote, I have been amazed that some are utterly in doubt as to whether or not the Holy Virgin is able to be called the Mother of God. For if our Lord Jesus Christ is God, how should the Holy Virgin who bore him not be the Mother of God? End quote. This is a dogma of our faith. It was pronounced at the Council of Ephesus in 431 that Mary is the Theotokos, the God-bearer, the mother of God. Think about this now. If God came into the world through Mary, doesn't it make sense that we go back to God through Mary? Now, the good news for all of us is that Mary is not only the mother of Jesus, she's our mother. Remember on the cross, Jesus said to the beloved disciple, behold your mother, and to his mother, behold your son. Well, who's the beloved disciple? Yes, John the apostle, but all of us are called to be the beloved disciple of Jesus. And so just when we think Jesus has been stripped of everything, stripped of his garments, nailed to the cross, he has nothing left to give, he gives us the only thing he has left. He shares his mother with us. And you know what the Bible says? The beloved disciple took Mary into his home. We too take Mary into our homes. We have a relationship with our mother. We place ourselves under her mantle. My favorite words Mary spoke were in an apparition to St. Juan Diego. So Our Lady of Guadalupe appeared to St. Juan Diego and said to him, Listen and understand my humblest son. There is nothing to frighten and distress you. Do not let your heart be troubled and let nothing upset you. Is it not I, your mother, who is here? Are you not under my protection? Are you not fortunately under my care? These words are meant for all of us. Let nothing trouble you. Is it not I, your mother, who is here? We begin this new year by entrusting ourselves as Jesus did into the hands of our mother. Happy New Year to all of you.